Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Sorcery Part 2. Sorcery Part 2, the first sorcery episode, has very little to do with sorcery. I got super down a rabbit hole and forgot where the heck I started from and never made it back. <laughs> I could not remember for the life of me what the heck the point of that episode was. Um, so today, I intend to be more on target, more on point. And so, uh, so let's see where that leads us. All right, sorcery. So there are... I guess I'm just going to give you like all my uh, disclaimers, right? Okay. Other people probably have different definitions of this and what it means. I'm not an expert on this, all right? This is just my own experience and uh, perspective and opinion, okay? So there we go. So my understanding of – I guess I did talk about things that were kind of giving context and leading up to the things I wanted to say around this in the last episode, so maybe worth listening to. when I think of sorcery, I think of source. Source, for me, is what some people might call God. So it may be called the universe. You may have some more specific name for it. I don't know. But for me, that's what it is. It's this idea that one can connect with source directly. And one does not need to go through or bow down to some other entity or name or idea. That's that's kind of the basic premise I'm operating with, okay? And with that, one can allow the source energy, spirit, as, uh, as others call it, to flow directly through my body. Okay, and flow, in my perspective, is at different levels, there's spectrum, a spectrum of this, varying degrees of allowing that energy flow to go through one's body. So I see it as kind of a pyramid, right? And if you've ever seen people who, uh, no, so this idea of a pyramid and um, the all-seeing eye, when I, and balance of challenge versus skill through time. So if you've picked up a copy or if you have not yet picked up a copy of Three Steps to Flow in the Find Your Flow shop, I'm going to encourage you to do that because I go into more depth on actual specific strategies and tactics for getting into flow states, experiencing flow, doing normal everyday things. And that's kind of um, the basic structure that I've developed over the years that allows me to get into flow in a flow state very quickly and easily doing practically anything. Okay, so that's kind of a, a basic skill that I'm building off of here in philosophy, if you will. So if you can find the perfect balance of 
where your mind needs to engage to consciously do the thing versus the level of skill that you you already have with that thing, that is where the flow state can come in. If the mind has to overexert and be too involved, well, then you're thinking. And the mind blocks that flow of of the force, right, of um, flow, of the universal energy. If the mind is uh, not challenged enough, it could just, oops, it could just zone out and uh, get bored and um, not not be able to get into a flow state either because then it's gonna, it might wander. Oh, this is boring. Oh, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? Oh, I've got to you know, pick up the kids later. Oh, i got to do homework. Whatever. The, the monkey mind has a chance to chatter away, and that takes us out of the flow. So we want to get to the point where it's challenging enough to us to keep the mind engaged but not too challenging and at a certain point we can kind of zone out and just go on autopilot and that is the flow now there's varying degrees of this as i mentioned earlier right you could be completely unconscious and asleep right you might fall asleep if it's not challenging enough you might be asleep at the wheel you could be driving and go into um uh when road whatever they call it where you kind of go into the zone of driving but then you kind of uh fall asleep because it's you're still awake, but you're so out of it just because you're driving a long road and uh, everything seems the same and you don't really have to engage the mind too much, okay? So this concept, if we apply it to this concept of sorcery, then we can do movements with our body that allow more of the source energy to flow through us. And the more conscious of that kind of concept. So I believe that if you're doing the thing that you love to do, whatever your favorite flow activities are, maybe you're knitting, maybe you're surfing, maybe you are writing, whatever these things are, you could be doing it for the pure joy of doing it. And you could get into a flow state and it could be magical. And time flies by or time stands still and it's awesome and you enjoy it and you're going to do it again tomorrow right? It's probably some kind of habit or thing that you do perhaps on a regular basis. If it's something you love and uh, maybe one of your hobbies, maybe one of your passions. And then I think that there are levels of it where you can also be aware of this God force, the force. Let the force be with you, right? Let the energy of the universe flow through you. And if you're consciously aware and or imagining that that's what's happening, then I believe you can kick it up a notch or two or infinite. Like if you've ever seen Bruce Lee, I'm a Bruce Lee fan. Um, if you've ever seen him do, I guess I don't know how to describe it, kind of like flexing, but kind of like when he's just like fired up, he just is about to kick everybody's butt. And he's kind of like bouncing around like super light. And just like really ripped, you know, he's got his shirt off and he's just like super, like, you could just see that his whole body is just like, like really um, just on fire kind of, you know, just like he's totally lit up. He's totally activated all throughout. The energy is coursing through his body and you can kind of see it, right? And uh, if you're just looking at the physical aspect of it, like his whole body is just flexed and ripped and he just looks like he's just this bad but uh, martial artists 
And um, then he, but if you kind of look at it at, a, I don't want to say a spiritual level necessarily, but kind of like a, um, okay, you know, what else is happening here? If we're flexing, right? If I'm If I'm flexing my body, I'm sending signals from my brain that's saying, if my brain is sending the signals, right? If I'm thinking like, I want to flex my biceps, then I send that signal from my brain. It goes down through the, you know, synapses fire and it, the electrical current goes down and it hits the muscle and that causes the muscle to flex. And now there's this electric current kind of going through my body as I'm flexing my muscles, right? I'm I'm running through on electricity, right? My body is, my physical body. And so that's awesome. And I could do it more. And the more I practice doing that, the stronger that connection will be, the more muscle I'll generate over time. If I'm building muscle, if I'm doing this, you know, uh, consistently, and I'll be able to flex harder. I'll be able to have more of that energy flowing from, um, you know, through my body. Now, that's me consciously doing it, right? I'm thinking about it, my, me, Winston, my brain and self is saying like, I want to flex my arms, I'm going to lift these weights, I'm going to do this, and I'm generating that electricity through my body. At a certain point, if I'm doing this all the time, if I'm doing, maybe I'm a weightlifter, I go to the gym all the time, and, uh, you know, I, at a certain point, I don't have to think so much about the actual movements if I'm drilling them consistently and I'm practicing good technique and all that, at a certain point, I don't have to think so much about it. it. It's become a habit. It's muscle memory, right? And my mind can go on to other things. Maybe I'm listening to music, I'm singing along with the lyrics, and my mind, my body is just, you know, working out the reps. So I've got a certain level of flow going on, right? People who go to the gym probably do this even without thinking. Yeah, plug in my earphones and I'm going to town, just working away and uh, get my sweat on, get my workout on, etc. So that's a, a level of flow, right? It's awesome. How might we take that to the next level? Well, maybe, um, and I don't know that there is necessarily. I mean, that's kind of a, you can get very high level flows with that, I would say. and with As with anything, I think that you could do that with anything. That same kind of general concept, right? That's kind of the whole find your flow philosophy from my perspective is that you can take that same basic thing you start at the beginning no skills I don't know how to lift weights I don't know a technique I don't know what to do with the weight and then you know maybe getting a coach or a mentor a model that I can follow and see how they do it learn from the best so I'm learning right away how to do it properly I'm not going through that learning curve by myself I can cut a lot of that out okay now I'm getting to the you know proper proper technique proper stance proper nutrition, et cetera, et cetera. And now um, I, I'm practicing doing it, okay? Well, the first couple months, probably going to suck, you know, because uh, that's just how things are when you're starting a lot of times. You also get beginner's luck sometimes, but not with weightlifting, I don't think. And um, and then at a certain point, it just becomes routine, becomes habit. And then you got to kind of mix it up so your body doesn't get too used to it, you know, et cetera. So in terms of sorcery, if we are consciously, yeah, I would still say there's an opportunity, there's always room for growth, right? So specifically with the concept of sorcery, I think grounding is important. I'm here on planet Earth. I'm going to sink my feet in or become aware of the connection of my feet to Earth. 
and maybe I have to take my shoes off to do that at the highest level. Maybe I can do it with my shoes on. You know, it's up to you, I guess. And for me, though, I notice like whenever I start to consciously think about connecting to source with my body and getting all aligned and whatnot, I often catch myself on the balls of my feet. I, I, I very often realize like, hey, I'm standing on my toes almost. Like I'm always or often poised. My weight is often distributed on the balls of my feet. Like I'm ready to jump. I'm ready to run. I'm ready to uh, do a takedown, you know, whatever. And then when I become conscious of like wanting to connect with source, my heels sink down onto the ground. I feel my weight distribute more evenly across my feet. I feel my hips uh, kind of sink down and find more of a balance where um, my weight isn't so forward, ready to run, ready to attack, ready to jump, but more balanced in staying in one position. And now that doesn't mean I can't move. It's not I'm not glued to the ground, but it is uh, an awareness of where and how I am now more connected to Earth, right? And that's important for me, maybe not with what you're working on, but for me, for sorcery, I am consciously imagining that I'm connecting with the energy of Earth. If I think of energy, if I think of mass as potential energy, right, then the bigger the mass, the more potential energy something has. And if mass has gravity, then that gravity, that energy, you know, even though I don't really know what it is, I still feel that when I'm more aware of it, I can more consciously connect with it. And then I can also, at the same time, connect with what I call source or spirit or God or universal life force. I can, um, what I do is imagine that that is, you know, up at the higher frequencies, I imagine in, you know, up above me like a light beam straight up above me as if it were from the heavens or from God or whatever. Right. And so I imagine, okay, boom, I am now grounding myself on earth and I become aware of my physical body and my position and my structure with my body and my connection to earth. I ground myself. And then I imagine the life force flowing through my body from above as if I were a, an antenna, almost a radio antenna and I'm starting to tune into these higher frequencies and when I do this at a certain point I don't have to focus on it as much I can let my mind go perfectly silent and allow that energy to flow straight through my body as if the universal energy and life force was just simply flowing through a clear channel and now my body if I'm in a position where I'm holding some kind of pose uh, the energy flows through my body in that way. If I start to practice movements that look maybe like Tai Chi, then I can start to kind of interact with this energy force. And I can actually start to sense it and feel it. And whether you think that someone's just imagining that or whether you believe that that is uh, really a sense that is just not that well known about or talked about, the sixth sense maybe, then um, for me it is very real and it is something that you can tap into and you can experience for yourself and I would encourage you to do so and uh, there are different ways to go about it Tai Chi I think is great um, there's also a book by Carlos 
someone uh, haven't read it in years, Magical Passes. It's maybe, yeah, it's cool. It's got pictures and um, descriptions of these passes that are, uh, that he learned from Shaman in um, somewhere. And so those are cool. I've practiced those in the past and felt like I was able to uh, really tap in and experience more of that energy. And uh, then I just kind of have other ones that I've learned through different martial arts katas or that uh, are, you know, kind of like uh, patterns or um, poses or uh, movements and feel and become aware of the way the energy can flow through my physical body. And as I do that, I'm aware of how this consciousness of this energy of this life force I can be very aware of it, right? Again, a spectrum, very aware of the way that my uh, mind is aware of the energy. And then I could be less aware where I just let it flow through me and do what it wants and let my body react as it will. Uh, but usually it's within this certain structure, this framework, this pattern that I've developed over years of practice. So I have dance patterns that I've learned through my years of dancing and you know raving and whatnot. And then I have these other patterns that are uh, martial arts, uh, patterns, right? And I don't have to think too much about them because I practice practice them so much, they're automatic. And so I can allow my mind to go quiet and allow the energy to flow straight through. And the more consciously I start to bring that energy into me with each breath, I can pull it up into my physical body and hold it in different areas of my body. And as I do, I can become aware of how it's either opening up those chakras or I can be aware of how it is flowing down my arm and making my muscles in my arm flex as it passes through. So I imagine a ball of energy and that energy, wherever I move it, I use my hands to kind of like pretend to move it through my body, uh, through different areas. And I can feel that electricity as it moves through my body and I can see and experience my muscles flexing as that energy courses through my body. And so for me, uh, sorcery at the, at the root of the way I understand it is this connecting with source and becoming one who is in tune with source and able to co-create with it at different levels, maybe heal with it, maybe, um, you know, do all sorts of different things. And so that is kind of uh, what I guess I wanted to share today is kind of this idea of you being able to connect directly to source. If that is something that you want to do, you can, and it takes practice like anything, but it is certainly achievable. You don't have to be a monk to do it. You don't have to be magical beyond what you already are. It's accessible, and it just takes practice like anything worth doing, right? So there you go, friend. I hope that is uh, exciting for you. It's certainly exciting for me, and there are different practices that I believe tie into this same kind of concept. Whoa driving my wife's car today, sorry, a little different. And uh, so, for example, um, well, chi, like that energy, the life force, right, known as chi in some parts of the world. Uh, there is, oh, there's another one, Reiki, right, where they're dealing with um, life force and, you know, tuning the body to certain frequencies. I've not had a chance to do that yet. I really do want to want to get tuned up there. And I check that out. And there's probably lots of others, right? So um, play with it. Check it out. Try it. It's fun. One thing that I remember when I was a kid, to kind of end it on, 
uh, that I didn't really get it at the time. And I thought it was just kind of a fun game that, you know, kids were playing at school. Um, but sometimes I think back and I was like, yeah, that's, you know, that was probably my first uh, kind of experience of it was uh, we were, you know, out front waiting for our parents to pick us up and stuff. And uh, these kids are like, okay, you know, you hold your hands like this, you can, you know, kind of clap them a couple times, rub them together to kind of get the friction going and the energy and then slowly kind of start pulling your hands apart and forward, back and forth apart, you know, a little bit by a little bit. And imagine that there's this energy in between your palms and imagine that you uh, are kind of trying to make a, a pack like a snowball. If you've ever packed a snowball, you're kind of trying to do that. Uh, you don't have to touch your hands anymore, but um, with this energy building within your, your hands. All right, and just, you know, as you breathe in, breathe energy into the palms of your hands. And as you breathe out, just let all the stress and tension move from your body, release from your body. And so if you practice this and uh, you kind of make this energy ball, give it your attention and focus and, and play with it, you can start to stretch it out. You can start to compress it. And then what you do is if you have a friend nearby, you get them to close their eyes and you um, kind of stretch the ball big enough to put over their head. And, and then, uh, you know, have them close their eyes and do this and see if they can feel anything. And uh, sometimes you'll see people kind of like jump a little bit, like, whoa, what would you, what'd you just do? Like, what was that? You know, like, did you touch me? Oh, you're messing with me. You know, it's like um, people kind of sense it and they don't know that they sense it. They, But a lot of times you'd be surprised. So that's... Um, the game, I think, that's a fun little game that you can go and try today. And the more you do it, like with anything, the, the better you get at it. The stronger the, the energy gets, the stronger your ability to sense that energy in the palms of your hands. So it happens to be, a, um, you know, like you got like little portals in your palms that are where energy can flow through. And if you become aware and sensitive to it, you can uh, sense energy uh, easily or more easily through the palms of your hands in some cases than in other areas. And so just something to be aware of, give it a, give it a practice run yourself, test it out. Let me know what happens. I think you'll enjoy it. Share it with others. That game is a game that is, I think, uh, it's cool because it doesn't seem too far out there. I don't think it's something anybody can try. And if you practice it and you like it, you can just get better and better. And there's a lot of applications that this can do magical things, right? Very like real magic, like, you know, the cool spiritual energetic energy magic so there you go friend have at it and uh until next time be flowing